Welcome to Coffee Conversations. My name is Jen. I am your host, and I've got with me my guest, Sam Mall. We are at Shock City Studios. We are recording here today because Sam is an engineer. You work here. This mm-hmm. is your normally you're on the other side. Yeah, but in an today, spot yeah. <laughs> but today I've got you over here. So this is my first time here recording. This has been quite an experience so far. Um, and I know that you've got all this knowledge because you've been doing this for how long now? Um, over 10 years, I think. Oh my goodness. Okay. And you're, this is your professional job. So Mm -hmm. all day, every day, (laughs) um, engineering guru here. So if we were to talk about a musician coming in and wanting to record a song, um, They've got a song kind of going through their head, whether they've written it or they have this variation of a song that they want to record of their own. Um, what would you advise of them? Like, how can they make that the best experience ever once they're here recording or whether it's at home or wherever? Sure. So um, I think, you know, this advice really, a lot of it is actually the kind of trick of it is that a lot of it happens before you get to the part of actually recording it. And so, like, let's say you've got a song kind of, maybe you, maybe you write with guitar, like a lot of people kind of have an instrument that they write with, whether it's guitar or piano. Sure. Um, and you've kind of just got like a basic chord progression, something standard, and a melody to go with it, and it's a pretty engaging song for you, but you feel like it, it needs to be, like you have a vision of it being a pop song that's fully fleshed out and produced. Um, so... You know, a lot of songs can sound, they sound similar until you do something that makes them unique. Um, and so I think an important part of the process that a lot of people forget about is is how important arrangement is. Okay. Um, and that's something that really is, you know, that's kind of a you, a you part of the process as the, as the artist. Um, or maybe you're working with a producer or other sure. writers or whatever. But... You know, doing great arrangement is not really something that I can make happen once I get to this, once you get to the studio and you bring your song to me. I can record it and mix it and maybe even help add some production tricks that make it feel cool. Okay. Um, but, you know, if you are, if you're wanting something to sound unique, I would really make sure that you are playing around with musical ideas and kind of trying diff- some different things. So for example, if if your song is feeling a v- little vanilla like try different chord inversions, try different chord extensions, try changing up some cadences here and there. And then start to think about like if I've got and this is kind of just standard arrangement stuff, but like if I've got a piano playing kind of in the middle of the keyboard mostly and hanging out around there, um and I also know that I want like uh, guitar, and I also want maybe some sort of more synthetic sound, like some kind of like synthetic mallet kind of poppy islandy sound, right? Okay. So it's important to think about like just because you're using different instruments doesn't necessarily mean that they won't kind of step all over each other um, from an arrangement perspective. Mm-hmm. So thinking about the kind of your sonic space that you have to work with. So I'm talking about like musically from low pitches to high pitches. Okay. And also like timbre, which is a little bit different, kind right. of same idea, but yeah. like lower frequencies and more kind of higher frequency brash stuff. Okay. 
Um, and then you've got like a left and a right, like all the way left to all the way right. And then front to back also, like what is right in front of me in the sound field and what sounds far away. So you've got this like th sort of three-dimensional space that you can work with. And this is hard. I mean, I'm saying this like it's easy to do and it's really not. But to start training yourself to think about how can I use that space where every kind of little, everything has its own spot in the song okay. and in the production. So that's what will make your song sound um, full mm -hmm. and polished and tasteful. Um, so, you know, if you're playing like piano chords and then basically the same guitar chords in pretty standard voicings in the same register, it's not going to sound interesting. I mean, you know what I mean? Right. You kind of want more layering and different voicings. So maybe going up an octave on the piano or whatever. Yeah. Um, I mean, so you're talking about adding some complexity to your song. Yeah. And that's going to make the recording just all that much better. Yeah, totally. Now, what if you have just a person playing the guitar and singing and it's intended to be simple, but there's still, there still is some layering. So maybe you'll record um, two different guitar parts or something, right? Yeah. So you'd kind of have a little bit of that still going on. Yeah, we can definitely okay. do that. You know, we can make it as, as raw one person in a room with a microphone <laughs> or as sure. produced as you want. Yeah. Um, and there's no right or wrong. Um, but you know, even in a situation where it's just kind of you and a guitar, um, even thinking about where your voice and guitar are overlapping and how they're playing against each other and where you could make, um, sometimes it's not doing anything crazy, but where you could even make changes in the song that are just a little bit unexpected, like maybe in a bridge, you know, use different chord voicings there or okay. melodic, you know, melodic changes throughout the song where like, you know, a lot of a lot of pop songs especially have kind of like a, a motif to them or a hook or whatever you want to yeah. call it. Um, something that kind of evolves through the song or maybe like you hint at that motif early on and then you do your verse and it kind of comes back in a more developed way right. later on in the chorus. Um, that's the kind of stuff. And I'm, I'm focusing a little bit, I guess, on the pop side of things. So this would have to be a singer who has a very strong musical background or has a team with them that really knows what they're doing as far as the songwriting and the arrangement goes because I'm loving this conversation by the way because we're kind of like getting to the nitty-gritty of um, the dorky aspects of music and um, you know songwriting's coming up a lot so what would somebody do that doesn't necessarily have that background um, and that that's not their strong suit like what how can they get there or what is it that you'd recommend on like the recording side of things um, to help, I guess, embellish a little bit. Sure. I mean, you know, I think the best advice I would have is to to start by making a demo. Um, so that can even just be like you set your phone in front of you on the table and you play and sing the song as you currently have it written by yourself in your room. Nobody has to judge it. And listen okay. back and see how it's hitting you. Like kind of remove yourself from it a little bit and just be like, is it interesting or am I bored by <laughs> A minute right. and 10 seconds. <laughs> sure. Because it's the same thing over and over yeah. again. Or, you know, so just if, first of all, take stock of where it's at. Okay. You can do that before you ever send it to anybody and feel like you're embarrassing yourself or whatever. Like, it's just for you. Um, and then, you know, and then see if anything comes to mind and just play with ideas. If not, then you may need to find a collaborator to work with. 
Okay. And I think that there's, I kind of wanted to touch on this. I think that there's, for whatever reason, become like a culture of um, kind of worshiping people who have this ability to do it all by themselves. Like, sure. <laughs> like the people who are like these geniuses, like, I don't know, like Jacob Collier comes to mind, like somebody who's like a musical genius, has a great voice, is able to write these in catchy songs and program them and mix them all himself, you know? It's a lot of hats to wear, though. It's a lot of hats. And most yeah. of us, let's just be honest, most of I'm not like that. Most of us are not like that. And music really, I think, is at its core a like, it's an art form that groups of people have made together. And it works when you're working with a group of people, or even if it's a partner. Sure. So there's really nothing wrong with finding, thinking of somebody who you think might have interesting ideas and just sending your demo to them and being like, I like it, but I feel like it's boring. Could you help me think of some ways that I could spice this up some? Okay. Um, and just bringing them into your circle and, and kind of giving them a little bit of trust. And you don't have to take their ideas if you don't like their ideas. Um, but not to feel like you're inferior for reaching out to somebody who might have some more knowledge about that. Um, yeah, cause you'd, you'd have to really know a lot about um, songwriting and instrumentation and things like that if you're going to be adding all of those elements. Yeah. And some singers have that because probably their true main instrument is an instrument and not just their voice instrument. But I would say, and you've probably come across this a lot, some singers, that that's just all they do. Which And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, but a lot of it, you know, you can definitely write just with your voice and hearing that melody and the melodic line, but you need to have those harmonies built on. Yeah. And, all, you know, like you said, like the complexities of layering instruments and other things but if you had a singer that just came in by themselves there's obviously things that you guys could create um you know electronically mm -hmm. right yeah yeah well, i mean to we can build a whole song from totally. kind of essentially the ground up yeah and we can start you know we can start with bare bones if you just have like you know whatever major triads going up and down <laughs> the keyboard yeah we can we can start there and kind of um Add, add or subtract as needed to make it interesting. And, you know, I guess that's a good point to make, too. It doesn't, it's not that it needs to be all done before you get to the studio. That's not what I was trying to drive at. Okay. It, it's more just that um, if you if you want your song to, to sound really interesting and have lots of grabbing sort of emotional tension and harmony and all the stuff mm -hmm. that makes music really, like, yeah. hitch Can in I the feels. Can I use the word depth? Yeah, depth. Okay. Yeah, That's if what's you coming to mind. Yeah. if you wanted to have that, um, it's hard to achieve it if you don't intentionally try to give it some depth. Is it sometimes hard, like, to have the mental song in your head and then to get that out? I mean, I'm not real good at it. Like to, <laughs> to translate it. I mean, especially yeah. if you're collaborating with somebody, how well does that come across? Like trying to translate what's in your head i mean that's really that can be really tricky yeah yeah it can be and i mean that's kind of a trap that i think a lot of people find themselves in even me to some extent I, i'm not like a great at music theory and i'm not virtuosic at a particular instrument um but i just work around a lot of people who are mm -hmm. and so i've seen this happen a lot of hand firsthand a lot of times and so like even if you a lot of times just understanding maybe from an emotional standpoint what you want it to be Describing that to somebody who is a specialist in what they do, right? They'll be able to take those words and translate them into kind of music 
theory things that yeah because i mean that's what they're they're good at like they have an ear for that so if you so if you tell them like you know this is a song where i i wrote it when i felt i felt vulnerable and the song is about me trying to open up and get past xyz problem and i really want it to have a lot of tension Mm -hmm. you know that all sounds pretty nebulous i guess but right you know there are absolutely ways that a piano player could take those ideas and add tension add tenderness and vulnerability and just by the way that they play and so if you don't have that skill set then what you should do is find somebody who has that skill set and see if you know if they like your song because they might have sort of the opposite problem as you like maybe they know how to kind of play all of this beautiful piano music but they have no idea <laughs> they have all these thoughts in yeah. their heart and they don't know how to get them out with words sure and you have words yeah so like voila now you're a good that's why it's good to like come together with other musicians and people and mm-hmm. team up on projects yeah yeah so i think um i guess that's kind of straying a little bit far away from where i started but that's okay <laughs> but you know really the the point i'm trying to make is like it wherever you can f- find moments to add depth as you said i would encourage it Sometimes that could just be in your own performance. Like if you're a singer using your voice in a, in a different way, like using your inst- playing your instrument differently, so to speak, okay. and working on that yeah. all the way to like kind of dorky <laughs> music and, stuff. And I guess if I'm tying this in correctly, like the purpose of having depth and complexity is to make your song stand out and not only to be interesting and capturing, but to like make it be your own thing because there is there is so much music out there that like you don't want your song to sound identically like something else. You want it to be close so that, you know, you've got an audience for it, but at the same time. (laughs) Yeah. Um, is that kind of, yeah, yeah, no, I think that's exactly it. I mean, I could sit here and play like F a minor G and it would be the same as, or you know what I mean? Yeah, or, the one four any, five. It's like yeah, it's the same. And there's nothing wrong with that because like that is what. And there's form and like all of that yeah. ties in, but. And it's you know that's kind of like what Western pop music mm-hmm. is. It's we want to extrapolate and like make mm-hmm. it creative enough for it to be still interesting. Yeah. yeah, a lot of the a lot of like iconic songs are really simple mm-hmm. progressions, but what they have is like a spark of something about them that catches your ear and makes you it like just sets something off on you and mm-hmm. <laughs> that sounds sounds like such a kind of you know bs way to describe it i guess but you know just a melody or a slightly different voicing or i don't know no it makes sense like music is meant to evoke an emotion like that's so you you hit it yeah, yeah. so i don't know if you're playing guitar and you don't know how to do that just like throw down your pinky or your ring finger on one of those randomly thin strings down there and see if it makes a new chord and you know what i mean right (laughs) that works sometimes i guess it can yeah um but yeah yeah okay well cool well thanks for sharing those tips you're welcome well thank you for joining us today we've had a lot of fun sitting and chatting with sam mall he's brought a lot of valuable information to you as the listener, and I hope you can take some of that awesome information and make use of it. If you've got questions or comments, be sure to drop them below and we will try our best to respond to each of you. And like us, subscribe on YouTube. We also are posting this as our 
podcast version, so just the audio. But again, you can find everything on our website, shockcityschool.com, under our blog section. So you can see all of those cool versions. So like us, subscribe. Don't forget to share. We've got lots of cool tips that we've gone through today. So share those with all of your musician friends. You can check the studio out at shockcitystudio.com. Thanks for being here.